in the lab Late one night With my eyes to hell Ooh, an eerie sight So my monster from his slab Began to rise And suddenly to my surprise He did the math He did the monster math The monster math It was a great god's math He did the math It caught on in a flash He did the math He did the monster math
Mr. Excitement, Dan Levitan. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to R.A.W.S. Graveyard Smash Live from the Superdome in New Orleans. I am Dan, the man Levitan, sitting in for Lord Amadeus. My co-host this evening is the legend... No. Please welcome El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Well, you, you're messing with me already. You're, you're in the booth for a long 10 seconds. Are you you trying to give me heart attack? Uh, I have a feeling that the maestro may have been in here earlier, El Vacant, but uh, yes, we have a situation, ladies and gentlemen, that we did not think up until last night we were going to have. The maestro has indeed returned. Vacant, and you were here. You were right front and center for what happened. Shall we let the people in on exactly what happened last night? Yeah, I will tell you what happened. Is a certain uh, a certain English idiot opened his mouth one too many times, and he taunted things that should not be taunted. Next thing I know, there's lightning and thunder, and then the eyes go green. And next thing I know, he's back. I mean, at least I didn't get electrocuted, but it was very creepy, and I didn't like it. Let's go back to last night and listen to exactly what happened. Yeah, bringing in new people and uh, getting you know, some excitement uh, going on. And uh, strangely enough, um, I've uh, been contacted with a uh, with an up and coming star, and uh, he's looking. He's going to make his uh, mark. He says he's looking to make his mark on REWF. And so he sent us a uh, a statement of intent. On uh, Voca Rouge. So I think you've oh. got that queued up. Is oh, that right? there it is. I'll be damned. Wow. What a surprise. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Well, let's play this and see cool. what this is. This yeah. ought to be interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Sean. Right. Yes. Um, all right, mates. Uh, you don't know who I am yet. But you will short lie. Because you see, I'm your next favorite wrestler. And I'm going to be at Graveyard Smash, right? And I'm going to forever change this business the better. So, with that in mind, I just got one thing left to say. Excuse me, what's that? Me, 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 me. That's better. Maestro, you cowardly son of a bitch. Come show yourself and receive your beating like a man. I know you're scared that people will think you're a loser when the good man slays you, but news flash. They already know you're a massive loser. You lost to Blaze McCoy, for Christ's sake. Come on. This is supposed to be your time. Yet you hide in Blondie's head, terrified of the white-clad boogeyman. I know you're still in there. You can't stop being a loser, but you can stop being such a pussy about it. If it helps, we'll turn the lights off so nobody can see that you've pissed your pants and your craven ass can make it to the ring without being startled by your own shadow. 
Come on, goblin. Cast off your cowardice. Fight me tomorrow and receive a death that you needn't be ashamed of. Man up, pussy. Face your fear. Is Amadeus the one in charge of the balls in this partnership? Do you need to ask his permission to use them? <laughs> what a loser. There you have it. night at R.A.W.F. After Hours as the Maestro of Madness returned now ill vacant. It is a totally different situation from years past. Usually it was the Maestro on the aggressive on the aggressive side calling out an R.A.W.F. superstar coming in in early October and starting his plans. But this year, totally different. It did not appear the Maestro was going to show up but Claymore antagonized him on several occasions, and finally last night, the maestro answered the call. How do you see this situation playing out? Look, for the first time ever, I think I'll actually end up being forced to root for Claymore, because the last thing I want to see is that guy around all the time. Like, that's just, mm, no, that's not a good plan. It's a bad plan. It's a very bad plan. It is a definitely... Not, I would not expect this out of any R.A.W. superstar, but Claymore seems to think he can deal with the maestro once and for all. When many superstars in the past have tried and failed, 
he continues to come back year after year. But we all know, and of course, now that that match, the Maestro versus Claymore, has been moved to main event status here at Graveyard Smash, this match, very important now. If Claymore does not win, that means the Maestro remains and Lord Amadeus is gone forever. What do you see the repercussions? Right, that the repercussions are we get electrocuted on a regular basis and we all have to answer to a freaking demon. I don't like it. I, the, 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 I mean, no, let's be clear. I mean, we, you, no, just bad no. It's going to go back, start going back to church. Like, it's not a good thing. Well, we will find out. Can the good man defeat the maestro and keep the maestro's losing streak? going and keep him away for at least another year. We find out tonight at Graveyard Smash in the main event. Other matches, of course, we have a huge card tonight. Mithras with count them five title, machi- title machines, title matches tonight. We, we will I mean, he might also machine. have five title machines. It's possible. You never know with Mithras. It is, it is incredibly possible. But with that being said, Let's take a look, run down the card. We have Maestro versus Claymore, that we already know. Also, Mithras challenges the Immortal Griffith for the World Heavyweight Championship, a clash of two of the greatest, if not the greatest, R.A.W.F. superstars in R.A.W.F. history. We've heard from both extensively over the last couple of weeks. Final prediction for this World Heavyweight Championship match, Elvagan. Look, I mean... I, I think the odds are slightly in the champion's favor. Well, I mean, all right, the, the, the odds are always slightly in the champion's favor because of champion's advantage. But regard, outside of that, I think the odds are slightly in, in Griffith's favor, but simply because he doesn't have four other matches tonight and none of them are in an electrified cage. Indeed, I agree with you completely. I feel that Immortal Griffith will win this match tonight, if for nothing, no other reason, because Mithras will be more fatigued than him in this match. Plus, Griffith, I whether he, whether he wants to admit it or not, I believe he wants to be the longest reigning RAWF World Champion in RAWF history. If he wins tonight, he only has to successfully defend the title at Black Friday and then he most likely will break that record unless for some reason he would accept a challenge from someone else during that time. Mithras also defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against simply the best. Uh, we mentioned the last night when you read the rankings, they are one and two right now in the current RAWF rankings. So this one is a little bit more than just for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Could quite potentially be for the number one and two spots in their final rankings for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship next month at Black Friday. Your thoughts on Mithras versus STB? I think that's going to be a great match. Uh, and, uh, I mean, normally I would say that Mithras has got that in the bag, right? He's got he, he's, he's got the advantage. Uh, he, he's, well, he's the title machine. Um, and, you know, simply best has, uh, you know, despite his name, uh, has not fared particularly well when he gets into those pay-per-view spotlights, you know what I mean? So I, I would say all things being equal, that Mithra should win this match handily. Now, that said, all things are not going to be equal because as I mentioned in the other match, 
When he has that match, he will have had three previous matches in the night, one of them in an electrified steel cage. You see a pattern starting here. Indeed. I say STB wins this match, and that Mithras will be 0-2, at least on these first two matchups. I see simply the best winning the Platinum Dragon Championship and going on, possibly going on to Black Friday as the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. That is my official prediction. The unsettled King Chris Cage takes on Diesel Warrior for the National Championship. DW has been very impressive all year here in RAWF. We know that she is ranked second overall for the year. However, only a couple of titles to her name. It does seem like when she gets to contender matches uh, or title matches, she has not been successful. Do you believe tonight will be a different story for her as she challenges not only for the national title, but for the estrogen title as well? Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be a good night for her. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a good chance she's going to walk out with at least one belt, yeah. Indeed, I could see that, although I am much saying that I think Chris Cage has has the momentum going for him right now. Um, I'm going to predict, predict that Chris Cage retains the national championship tonight. Also, we have Dees defending his men's championship against Denzel the Giant, a.k.a. Sarge, as he's now going by Sarge. Uh, the good warrior or whatever he stuff he's going with. Who do you like between Dee's and Denzel? That's a tough one. Uh, I, I'm kind of I've kind of flip flopped over this match a few times over the last couple you know since we've known about it. Um, I, I I kind of am a fan of Dee's. I think he's very good and he you know he does he tends to uh, he, he tends to do very well at pay-per-views, actually. You know, he, he did for a while there call himself Mr. Pay-per-view for cause. Um, see, uh, but, but you know, you like you just said about Chris Gage being on, you know, being on a hot streak here. Uh, Denzel is also on a hot streak. He's really come into his own. Um, and, I mean, look at him. He's, he's big. He's actually bigger than me. That's, you don't see that a lot, right? Like, he's, he's a huge guy. Um, and I don't know how these handles that. Well, I tell you something. I'm as much as I would agree with you on one hand. I want to see Denzel win this championship, if for no other reason than to beat Dee's. Let me tell you something. It is very difficult to sit at ringside while Dee's is guzzling beer throughout the match. I smell that cheap beer every time he comes out to the ring. I'm getting really sick of smelling cheap beer whenever I see Dee's Russell. So. Denzel, beat the hell out of D's, please, so that that's one less time I ever have to smell that putrid beer coming from the ring. Next up, Estrogen Championship, Kitty Kabam against Diesel Warrior. We already said we think DW has a good chance. Who do you like between Kitty at Kabam and DW? Hmm. Honestly, I actually think this is the one DW is going to win. Well, I would normally agree, but I, me being a big fan of Kitty, Kitty Kabam, I'm hoping that she retains tonight. That's where my money's at on Kitty Kabam over well, DW. I, and I'm certainly not like against Kitty Kabam. I mean, first of all, she has one of the more amusing names to say when I get to say her name, Kabam. Like it's great. I mean, I, you don't usually get to say that very much. She's up there with you. you know, like, I, 
when I get to announce him, I have my way to do it. And then you're like, I kitty, kitty, kabam. And it's great, right? Like, she's got the great name. She's a good personality. She's a lot of fun. And she, she's quite good in the ring. I just, like I told you, like I've said before, you know, I, I my, my gut tends to know things a little better than I do when it comes to what's going to happen. And my gut's been telling me DW is due. And it's just screaming at me that this is the one she's going to walk away with. She has two opportunities tonight. Does Diesel Warrior to uh, dethrone at least one R.A.W.F. champion, whether it be estrogen or national, we find out tonight at Graveyard Smash. Maeve O'Hare defends the Midnight Hobo Championship against Dev. However, we know that Maeve right now is, how you say, acting very strange due to the actions of the indisposed, mentally indisposed, somewhere she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs right now, if you will. Uh, being indisposed by the actions of the newcomer Eva. Uh, your thoughts on what is on can Maeve focus and defend that Midnight Oval Championship against Dev tonight? Uh, look, normally I would say yeah. You know, normally I'd say she's going to hold this title like she's been doing for a while now. She's you know got her sights on some some things here, but unless she can snap out of it, whatever this whatever general for lack of a better term spell that Eva has on her. Like, actually, she can snap out of that. I don't see how she's going to win any matches. She can barely, like, remember her own name right now. Indeed. I have. A, I predict Dev to become the new Midnight Hobo champion and hold, hold that title for the first time in the illustrious, in the illustrious Hall of Fame career. Uh, and that, and I just, well, quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of Maeve. Oh, vacant, I know you are, but... How could you not be a fan of me? I mean, look at her. Look, just look at her. That, uh, do do we need to get you glasses? No, I'm just not a big fan of Mabel Hare. She's, she's, I think she's gotten too big for her britches, and I kind of like what Eva's done to her. Big for her britches? Have you seen how small her shorts are? They're tiny. Well then. Oh, you meant colloquially. I get. I'm there. And remember, English not first language. Sometimes I miss the cliches. That is it. Moving along, Rattlesnake Ron defends the Fubar C Championship against the Hawkster Bully. I personally believe the Hawkster Bully is ripe for a big major title. I think tonight is the night. He defeats Rattlesnake Ron, becomes the new Fubar City champion. Agree or disagree? I, I actually agree with you. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think uh, I, I've been saying Hawkster's due for a while. Um, and I think I think he's uh, I think he's going to pull this one out. I I I, t- I, t- I totally believe that the Hawkster will bring the Fubar City Championship to Necessary Evil tonight at Graveyard Smash. And, and I tell you, one reason I think that's true. Look, we all know who his tag partner is, right? And I've already commented about how much of a beast that guy can be in a, in a, in a uh, no-holds-barred match. If, if Hawkster is even vaguely intelligent, and I can tell you he is, having dealt with him, he is. He's very smart, and he surrounds him smart, his, himself with smart people. Um, if he's even vaguely intelligent, he will have spent every training hour available to him with Mithras getting ready for this exact type of match. I expect to see him pull all the stops out in that match. 
Well, I will. I concur with that assessment. I believe Hawkster will win the Fubar City Championship tonight. Next up, Luke Cage, Teflon Sheik, Denzel, Triple Crown Championship. Who do you like, El Vagant? Actually, uh, Denzel. I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm pulling for Denzel on this. Hmm. Um, I, I believe that it is tonight. After everything he's gone through in the last year with the Immortal Griffiths and other situations, tonight is the Teflon Sheik's night. I see him winning the Triple Crown Championship despite facing two members of Cosa Nostra. I think tonight is a career victory for the Teflon Sheik. I mean, that would be interesting. I, I I don't see how you could call that. I mean, but look, I mean, you you see things differently than I do, and you're at ringside more than I am, so maybe you know something I don't know. And, you know, and I admit, much like you you commented that you don't really like Maeve, I really don't like Teflon, so maybe I, you know, maybe my bias is getting in the way. All right. Moving along, Multimedia Championship, the redhead from New Zealand, the wonderful wildfire, defends against Kane, the governor, for the Multimedia Championship. Your prediction, El Vegan. Oh, he gets wildfire all day long. I can't, I can't, I can't ever predict a guy who can't spell is going to win. I just can't do it. You say wildfire over Kane, the governor. Yeah, I see. I think you're biased because of you believe his name is spelled incorrectly, sir. It is. It is not. That is not how you spell governor. Not here in the states, no. But in the, over across the pond, they can, They that's how they say it, governor. Have you never been across the pond? So, so you're telling me that he wrote it phonetically. Indeed. So he's illiterate. No, never mind. I mean, you know, here in the States, I'll, you get places that they, they say mayonnaise, but they don't spell it M-A-Y-N-A-I-S-E. It's mayonnaise, right? But they don't say it that way. But when they write it, they still write it the right way. I, I also, too, believe Wildfire will retain the championship against Kane tonight. Or as she pronounced it, Kane last night. So... We will find out. All right, so you agree with me. You just needed to give me shit, is what you're saying. Indeed. That's what I'm here for. I mean, Doc's not here. I got to have to give someone shit. That's just how it works. I'm starting to understand how L.A. feels. Mithras will challenge for the Powerball and White Lightning Championships. Uh, On top of the other two matches we we mentioned earlier, he's taking on Killa Neptune, for the Powerball Championship and the Unsettled King, Chris Cage, in that electrified steel cage. Predict these two matches, El Vacant. I, I, I actually, okay. Straight up, I think Mithras wins both of those matches. But I, I, have, I have to pull for Killa, right? I have to. It's just, he, he you needs really to kill a three belt. Again. You know, on this one, I, I'm torn, I must say, uh, knowing how dominant Mithras can be. I don't believe – I believe he's been both Powerball and White Lightning champions in his, his, in his he, career. He has, yes, he has been both. Killing Neptune, however, 
knows what it is, the longest reigning Powerball champion in REWF history. He knows what it takes to keep that belt. However, that one, I, I have to call that one down the middle. I have no idea who's going to win. But as far as the unsettled Chris Cage and Mithras and for the White Lightning Championship, I'm going to give that one that advantage, that prediction to the unsettled king. I believe that he has, above all others, has that killer instinct. Have you not been watching what Mithras just did in the, the Invitational? Like, the man went undefeated, and, and handily so. Like, he's he's brutal. Which is why, which is why, on top of all his other matches tonight, he's not going to be able to focus in that match against Chris Cage, I guarantee you. I, I mean, if you say so. Killer Neptune will defend the Champion's Choice Championship against Starlight. She can only move, Starlight can only use moves starting with the letter X. It is uh, not, it, obviously, Starlight has no opportunity to win this title. So, basically, we'll just have to have to enjoy the fact that Starlight will be out at rings, will be out there in the ring, and uh, we'll have to bask in her glory for what few minutes we can. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that Killer Neptune will still be Champion's Choice Champion when this is all said and done. So I mean, I'm, I'm told will... there's supposedly a way that she could win this match. I don't know what it is, but I'm told there is supposedly one. Well, if she can figure it out, more power to her. That will just make her make her shine more brightly than she ever has. That is Starlight. I much enjoy watching her in the ring, I must say, Elvigan. Just so. I, mean, I can't disagree. All right. Talking about Mithras again, defending the Hatfield and the McCoy Championship against Slashy of the Renegades. I believe since this is going to be Mithras's first match, he'll be the freshest against Slashy. Uh, I believe he will retain that Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Agree or disagree? I absolutely agree, and I think he's not only will he win it, win it, he'll win it handily. All right, glad we're on the same page on that one. Swords and Scimitars defend the tag team titles against the team of Marquis Desaad and Denzel. An unlikely pairing are Desaad and Denzel, to be sure, but they won the season of tags to get to that number one position. They went undefeated. Do they have what it takes to take out a team that is starting to become legendary here in RAWF in swords and scimitars? I, I think they do. I, 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 I called it last night, and I'll stick with what I said. I think that they're going to they're gonna walk away the new tag team champions. I totally disagree. I think this is a mismatch from hell, to be honest with you. Swords and scimitars have been a most dominant team over the last year or so. There is no way a mismatch team like Desaad and the Giant to have a chance at beating Swords and Scimitars. I say Swords and Scimitars remain tag team champions. Well, but see, that right there is why I think they're going to lose. Because the same way that you believe that, oh, these guys don't have a chance and, you know, they're going to get walked all over, I believe they believe that too. I think Swords and Scimitars are going to walk in there being arrogant and cocky, even more so than they usually are, and they're going to overlook these two people and they're going to pay for it. Well, we will just have to agree to disagree on that one. We will find out tonight which one of us is correct. 
the Immortal Griffith defends the Supreme Fighter Championship against Redneck Avenger in what pr promises to be a fun match, a barroom brawl uh, out on the streets at Fat Friday. Fat Thursday? Fat Tuesday? Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. I, I knew it was a day of the week. I, 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 I was close. Fat Tuesday. Uh, these two will fight in Fat Tuesday. They're going to tear that place apart, I have a feeling. Who do you like when it comes to a barroom brawl between the immortal Griffith and the rednecked one, Redneck Adventure? I mean, I don't know who's going to win the match, but I can tell you who the winners are. Everyone who gets to watch that. And the insurance company who gets to, you know, raise the REW for rates after they pay for all that damage. Indeed, I'm, I personally believe Redneck Avenger may have the advantage here because I have a feeling, well, then again, I take it back. The Immortal Griffith lived forever. He'd probably been in more barroom brawls uh, than anyone on the planet. However, R.A., no stranger to a good barroom brawl, I have a feeling. This one will be really good. Hobo Ezekiel defends the Anything Goes Championship against the Unsettled King, Chris Cage. Now, this, we've mentioned Chris Cage on the show. He's got three big matches. This is an off-the-tracks match for the hope for the Anything Goes Championship. Hobo, uh, as we know, he's got a big another big match on the card, but who do you like here? Hmm. I want to I say Hobo. I, I do. I really want. I, I think that's that's where that's going to go. No, 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 no. The unsettled King Chris Cage has this one locked. There's no way that smelly, fat, greasy hobo is going to win in a in a, anything go in an off the tracks match. I don't care if it's disadvantaged or not. I I want to see you hobo. You have to admit, yeah. you definitely are a little biased on this one. I have no idea what you're talking about. I am always unbiased, sir. There, there, there's no history there with you and Hobo? None? History aside, I'm looking at the here and now, and right now I believe Chris Cage has it all over Hobo Ezekiel for that Anything Goes championship. I guess we will see. All right. Other matches on the card, of course, we talked about Maeve versus Eva. Eva had been very impressive in her first month here in RAWF. Of course, we she had a great build-up coming in. She has certainly made a huge impact, especially on Maeve O'Hare. Your thoughts on what will happen when these two square off at Graveyard Smash tonight? I mean, again, unless unless. Uh... Unless Maeve can snap out or whatever this is going on with her, I don't see how she's going to defend herself. Like, she's just not there. There's nobody home. The lights are on, but, yeah, nothing but, nothing but, uh, nothing but cheers in the windows, you know? Well, that one ought to be a good one as well. I have, I believe Eva will pull off the victory, her first R.A.W.F. pay-per-view victory tonight over Maeve O'Hare. I think she's got it right now. She's got Maeve right exactly where she wants her mentally, and uh, that will be the difference tonight. Eva over Maeve is my prediction. Um, the Caliber brothers, Mark and Alex, will go at it in a Buried Alive match. The loser is done in R.A.W.F. Who do you think? Will it be the Mad Dog Alex or the Crow Mark? I mean, they're pretty equally uh, matched in the ring, right? Like, they've trained together their whole lives. They've known each other 
again their whole lives literally um you know they and they have they have fought each other and alongside each other forever um i, I think right now probably mark is more motivated um and i think that'll give him the advantage but he's also wandering around on a uh, a, a not yet fully healed ankle so we'll uh, you know we'll see how he can get around that I believe I personally believe tonight is the last night we will ever see Mark Caliber in an RAWF ring. I believe that broken axe ankle will be the difference against his brother, who does know him better than any other competitor ever has. They are brothers after all. I see Alex Caliber, the Mad Dog, as the victor tonight, and the Crow Mark Caliber will be fired. That is my prediction. All right, then we have... Uh, we have the Hobo Jungle match between Hobo Ezekiel and Liam O'Shaughnessy in a match I still don't understand why it's happening. These two supposedly buried the hatchet made up for all, all the differences they had, but yet Hobo still wants this match, for, wanted this match. Liam accepted. What do you make of this whole situation? I, I don't understand. I'm, I'm actually in the same boat with you, man. I don't understand why this match is taking place. I, get, I, I thought they had figured it out and had patched things up. Uh, apparently not so much. Well, we shall find out. Hobo Jungle match, an odd match to say the least, but when Hobo Ezekiel's involved, I'm not surprised. Uh, tonight also, two legends of R.A.W.F. will go at each other. Paragon of Greatness taking on Judgment, and Judgment last night shocked us all uh, when he was, somehow managed to, to get in good with the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar, and join Anarchy. That in itself was a shock. Do you think that is enough? Do you think being a member of Anarchy, being once again a member of a group, will propel Judgment to victory over the Paragon of Greatness? No, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't. It, it, against someone else, maybe, but against Paragon of Greatness, I mean, he's kind of, you know, kind of been there, done that, seen everything, you know. I mean, you know, he plays up the, the the role, but there's only so much you can do to shock someone who's been around as long as Paragon, right? Um, and even if you do manage to shock him, I think he's going to come out of it pretty quickly and then get to get to work. Other matches on the card tonight: a Halloween massacre between Nightcrawler and Mr. Wonderful, or the Wonderful Calvin Clark. A Hell in a Cell match between Hardcore Metal Man and Buckshot. Fubar City Street Fight between Alley Knight and Big Effin Hitman. Uh, Slashy to take on Lord Dirtstinger, and in a Haunted House match, Beast versus Aaron McFadden, and. Other matchups on the undercard that were fairly interesting. Let's take a look here. Uh, going to the official Graveyard Smash scene now to take a look to see what other matchups could be uh, affect the rankings for sure. Uh, the final rankings, which is important. This will be the last rankings match of this period. You have Money Sue taking on Big Papa. Mark Caliber takes on Marcus Conan. If if Mark Caliber is still in RAWF, that win a win over Marcus Conan could be big. Claymore will take on. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I that got big. We that all got messed up. Knox Boogie takes on the Cougar. 
Strangleheart to take on Kayla the Governess. Uncle Frank versus Papa Shaker, they're both in the top 25. That could be a key matchup. Uh, and so tonight's card loaded with superior matchups. We find out where it all leads us tonight. But, of course, the main event, and now that it's all over, let's have the official prediction now vacant. Is will it be Maestro or Claymore tonight? I like I said, I gotta root for Claymore because the uh, the the other any other outcome would be really bad. I mean, to be fair, we've never seen what the Maestro has done after he's won because he's never won. But we know what we're told will happen. Fair enough. We. Find out tonight whether it is going to be the Maestro of Madness or Lord Amadeus that walks, uh, returns next week on After Hours. Uh, so, with that being said, uh, we are live from the Superdome here in New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W.F. Graveyard Smash. It is the ninth annual Graveyard Smash pay-per-view. Uh, L vacant. Do you believe this is there have been nine graveyard smashes? That's pretty impressive. I was not aware of that. Yes, the first one was in 2013 from the Cal Palace in San Francisco, California. The main event was for the World Heavyweight Championship. It was Canadian Enforcer taking on King Outlaw, the late great Canadian Enforcer taking on King Outlaw. Those two were the first two to ever hold the World Heavyweight Championship twice were the Canadian Forcer and King Outlaw. Uh, simply the best was men's champion. He get, took on Hollywood work brutal. And it was a slew of other big matches, but those were the, the big ones at Graveyard Smash that year. In 2014, we were in the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. So for the main event for the World Holy Championship was Mordred Nightwalker taking on John Taylor. Mithras challenged Shell Kneebreaker for the national title. Judgment challenged King Outlaw for the men's championship. Those were the key matches uh, at that graveyard smash. And then in a 2015 Sprint Center in Kansas City, it was Mordron Nightwalker versus the Immortal Griffiths for the World Heavyweight Championship in that main event. Uh, Money Sue was Platinum Dragon Champion. He defended that against Judgment. And the Immortal Griffith was also men's champion at that time. He defended that against Bestige. So those were the key matchups at that Graveyard Smash. We'll talk more about other Graveyard Smashes here a little bit in the program. But first, let's bring on the reigning World Heavyweight Champion. He's got a big night on his hands. A barroom brawl against Redneck Avenger for the Supreme Fighter Championship. And then, of course, defending the World Heavyweight Championship against the title machine, Mithras. Let's bring on now...
Immortal. Immortal. Ladies and gentlemen, he stands six foot four inches. He weighs 280 pounds. He is from London, England. He is the reigning R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion. He is the Immortal Griffith. Griffith, hello. <laughs> well there. Good evening, Dan. How are you? I am. You know, other than surprised to be here. I am surprised to be here tonight, and of course, I'm sure uh, you know why. But at any rate. Griffith, tonight, two big matches for you at Graveyard Smash. Let's start with the first one, the barroom brawl against Rednick Avenger. You, of course, chose the steps, chose the opponent, because you won Supreme Fighter season, uh, whichever season it was, 10, 8, or 7, something like that. But being the champion and winning the event, you got to choose your opponent and choose your steps. Why Rednick Avenger and why a barroom brawl? Honestly, because it sounded fun. Like I, I, when I when I called him out, when I, uh, you know, I said at the time, and I stick with. Um, I, I have fought a lot of people in this company many, many times, and uh, you know, but invariably, some of the most, uh, some of the best knockdown dragout fights that were actually just fun to be in, were with that man, and. Uh, you know, I decided that you know, I got a really serious fight early later in the night, and uh, I don't think that match is going to be fun. I think that match is going to be rough. Like, that match is going to be dead serious, and, and it has to be, right? It's for the biggest prize in the game. Um, you know, so I figured, you know, take on a real competitor, but do it a match that I can have fun with, and, you know, frankly, get a few free drinks on the company from. Well, it does sound like it will be a fun match. Redneck Avenger, of course, I'm sure is no stranger to barroom balls. He's certainly no. No, no stranger to the beer, if you will. Uh, I'm sure he'll just be, able to get, be getting paid to be in a barroom brawl. I think that'll just be the that'll be the amusing part for him. I agree, totally agree with that. So let's take a look here at some of the things you've done at Graveyard Smash. Oh, yes. uh, we talked. We talked earlier about how you, you, you actually won your first World Heavyweight Championship, or your second World Heavyweight Championship at Graveyard Smash against Mordred Nightwalker in 2015. Uh, do you recall that match? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, it was just a hell of a match. I, I mean, I also recall only... that I didn't keep it very long. <laughs> you did not. You lost it. You actually lost that title at Black Friday, the following pay-per-view to Alec Remington, but it was your second world title reign, uh, and it is indeed the only time in REWF history that the world title has changed hands at Graveyard Smash. So that is another accomplishment uh, for you right now in the books. You are the only one to ever win the world title at Graveyard Smash. So with that being said... Sounds like a pretty good record uh, at Graveyard Smash. Some good history for you there. But one one other important note for you at Graveyard Smash, you were one of Maestro's many opponents over the years here at Graveyard Smash, and that one was in an electrified steel cage. Tell me, remind, every, maybe tell Claymore, if you will, what he can expect tomorrow from the Maestro. <laughs> Look, he, he seems to think this is going to be some cakewalk, and he was going on, well, if, you know, if 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 he lost to 
to blaze. This is going to be a cakewalk, yada, yada, yada. Look, he needs to understand this is, this is, this is not a normal person you're in the ring with. Like, this, this, the, the last, when I faced him, he literally hit me with a lightning bolt. Now, I'm still here to talk about it. What do you think, Clay? You think if you get hit with a lightning bolt, you'll be around to talk about it later? Because I can pretty much guarantee you the answer is 98.6% no. It's very rare for, for a mortal to survive that. Um, you know, he Now, he may not choose to do that. The problem is, is that you've done something the rest of us didn't do. We all were trying to push back something that was trying to come in and invade. You went, and for some reason, I still can't quite fathom why, other than this strange self-aggrandizing need you have to try and prove you're something you're not, but you chose to take something that wasn't a threat and taunt it into being a threat so that you could then try to beat that threat back so you could be cheered on as the triumphant savior of R.A.W.F. But here's the thing. You've put yourself in a lose-lose scenario. If you win, no one will care because you, you called this on yourself. You're not rescuing anyone because there was no threat until you opened your stupid mouth. But if you lose, if, if you lose, everyone here in a situation that none of us want to be in, which is the maestro here and in charge forever. So I'll say to him here what I said earlier in the green room. You best win, mate, because if you don't, there's going to be hell to pay. And unfortunately, this time I meet it literally. Well... Griffith, with that being said, let's now talk about the main event, the title defense against Mithras, the title machine. It was mentioned that you are only 44 days away from breaking Mithras's world title reign for the longest reign in R.A.W.F. history. You say that's not on your mind, and uh, I believe you when you say that. However, you believe it could be a Mithras's. I mean, I'm sure it is. People like their legacies. The, I mean, that that's there. Uh, I, again, I don't, I don't know how much on his mind it will really be. I think he's more going to be concentrating on the match at hand because he's a professional. And quite frankly, in the position he's in in the rankings, there's a non-zero chance that he'll be my opponent next month. So next month is when he might really want to be worrying about that. All right. That's this. It's 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 literally it's it's literally an entire pay per view too early to be worrying about it for either of us. All right. Well, it is going to be a match between two of the greatest. Would you consider you and Mithras the two greatest superstars in RAWF history, or do you believe there are others that could be on that list? I, I believe there's at least one other that should be up there on that list, but uh, uh, I mean, you know, obviously that's a subjective list, but I, I would say that, you know, Paragon is probably up there with us uh, in his accomplishments and the things he's done and what he's capable of doing. Um, and, you know, there's some other people in the past of the company, but, you know, it, it's hard because when you look back that far, you know, that was when the company was still going through its growing pains and not quite the, the powerhouse, the dominating force that it is these days. I mean, uh, doing the things Mithras and myself, Paragon have done 
in the last couple of years is very different than having done those things just three, four years ago, right? Uh, you, you, you mentioned that I'm the only one who's, uh, want, you know, taken a world title at, uh, at this event. Um, but I did that, I think you said in 2015, is that right? Indeed. Yeah, so that's, that's a long time ago. Um, that's, you know, that's a very different thing than doing it today. You know, it's a very different environment now. Uh, you know, steel sharpens steel, and we've had a lot of time to get sharp around here. Well, Griffith, good luck tonight against the title machine in that main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. Have fun against Redneck Avenger, and good luck in that one as well. Any final words for us tonight here at Graveyard Smash before you go to Fat Tuesdays? Uh, yeah, well, simply this. Uh, for RAWF fans, please remember that in the uh, RAWF store online and at all the stands here at the arena, you will be able to find the new Bob the Camera Guy t-shirt for your purchase price. We ask that you wear it, buy it, and wear it proudly to help get Bob the recognition he so sorely deserves and help perhaps get him, you know, the, the in-ring recognitions that he's been truly craving. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith, your world and world heavyweight and supreme fighter champion, as well as ultimate gauntlet champion. That is not on the line tonight, however. So good luck to you tonight, Griff, and we will talk to you next week, possibly after two huge victories. You have a good evening, sir. El Vacant, he's confident as always, is the immortal Griffith. Should he be as confident uh, as he seems to be when facing the likes of Mithras, the title machine? I mean, honestly, knowing... Right. So, honestly, knowing him as well as I've known him over the years, uh, I I feel like he's not as confident as he's been before. Usually he comes in and he's all cocky about how he's going to do this and do that. You notice he didn't actually say any of that. He didn't. He didn't even say he was going to win. Um, he just said it's going to be a good match. He said, but he never actually said he's going to win. Um, so I, uh, I mean, since he's won this title, Griffith's been kind of different lately. A lot less, uh, a lot less cocky, a lot less arrogant. And I think that's uh, honestly, I think that's part of why he's managed to keep the title because he's he's not letting himself get full of himself. He 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 treats every one of these matches like he's the underdog, whether he is or not. And I think that's why he's been winning. Indeed. He is currently on the second longest title reign in RAWF history as far as the world championship goes. If he continues, he could very well end up being the longest reigning. He just has to get past Mithras to have a chance of doing so. Maybe twice. Next up, L Vacant, we are going to bring on the reigning Midnight Hobo champion. Hopefully she is more coherent than she was seemed to be last night on this program. Let's bring on
is the Irish Firestorm. She stands five foot ten. She's from County Dublin, Ireland, and I think this is Mae O'Hare. Oh, oh, Lincoln, she looks a little different tonight. A little bit. That's a different outfit you have going on there, Maeve. Uh, how, how are you doing? Is this sort of your Halloween-inspired outfit? Is that what this is? I brought you something. Uh, oh, oh, you did? What, what did you bring me? There's rosemary. That's for remembrance. And there's pansies. That's for thoughts. There's fennel for you and columbines. There's rue for you, and and here's some for me. Uh, you, you must wear your rue with a difference. There's a daisy. I would give you some violets, but they were little when L.A. left. They say he made a good end. Mm-hmm. I... Oh, That's a very lovely bouquet you brought for me. Thank you. Uh, can we get those yeah. out of here? I'm kind of allergic. <laughs> you're, you're different. Oh, can, can, can you get those out of here? Oh, wait, hey, please. What, these? <laughs> I'll yeah. put them over here. I guess. <laughs> you, you, you need tissue? Yes. Here, here you go. Thank you. Maybe some Benadryl. Oh. 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 Yeah, I was. Please keep those flowers away from me. Oh. Mental note to self. Oh. That's worse than the. Oh, goodness. So, I'll make it. I, 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 I'm not sure what the I'm sure not what to make of what of, of the lady we're that's standing in front of us. This is nothing like the Mabel hair uh, I've come to come to know. Yeah, she's she's not, sort of a not, little out of her element here. So so May 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 yeah over here yeah, okay. Um, I, how are you feeling about your matches tonight? I've been looking forward to them. And how, okay, and and how do you how do you see the match with Eva playing out? Hello, Elvacum. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm I'm lovely. How are you? Did I give you your present? You you did you did. Good. Yes, please don't give them any more. Well, how about, let's take topics. Where's, let's see. Maybe, maybe, maybe this will be better. Where's, how where's do you feel Sauce about Man? your title defense? Where's Sauce Man? Well, um, you're referring to Lord Amadeus. He is not here this evening. He's currently busy oh, I, being I a green eye He is, you remember the maestro, Maeve. What's wrong with having green eyes? Oh, my God. Well, when they're normally blue and they're green for no apparent reason, that's generally not a good sign. My eyes are always green. That's true. Oh, Bacon, it is obvious Maeve has been affected severely by 
the presence of the newcomer Eva. Uh, this is even. I mean, not to. I'm, I'm not sure that I like your tone. Wow. I, I'm not sure you'll remember his tone. Maybe we, uh, Maeve. You are midnight hobo champion. You know that, right? You you remember that too. Yes, of course. You know. You know. Somewhere. You know you're defending that title tonight against Dev, right? Yes, yes, I know. I said I thought it. You don't. It's it's. I'm sure we'll find it. I'm sure we'll find it. But please try to focus for a moment. Talk to me about it's, your match. It's expensive. Dev. It is expensive. You are correct. However. We'll find it. I'm sure it, it couldn't have gone far. Let's talk about the match with Dev. You're defending that title against Dev. Can I do that if I don't have it? Yes, you still. that match will still count as a championship. I'm sure we will find the title. Oh, nice, nice. This, this is... Please. Dev's lovely. Have you met them? Who? Dev. Dev is, Dev is lovely. I, 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 I've watched many a match. Uh, I know exactly how tough Dev is. Do you think you can beat her tonight to retain your Midnight Oval Championship? Who? Maybe if she sits on your knee, I'll make it. Maybe that'll bring her back to some sort of... I mean, maybe. coherency. Hey, Maeve, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna note you over here. Why don't you sit down right there? Sit down. Right. Sit mm. down. On the knee. Okay. There you go. All right, I'll wake in. Do, do your thing there. Whatever you do when she sits on your arm, do it. <laughs> just. Hola, Maeve. Hola, Dad. Hello, vacant. Did you get your Hello. present? I, I, I. I did. I certainly have a presence right now. Oh, my Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Normally she reacts to this like nothing. So like, look. All right. Why don't we get her out? Get her out of here. Is medical I'm, checked on her? Yeah, I, we're gonna have to have medical check on her sometime. Hopefully. What? But wait, what? Who? What? Who? What? What? All right, man. It's all right. Thank you. Where's Bossman? He he had to step out. Would you like a burrito? No, I'm not hungry. I haven't had much appetite lately. Hey, Maeve, English is watch, waiting for you out in the in the green room. You know, Eng, you remember English, right, Griffith? Your friend? Yes. He's waiting for I, you in the green room. I, I gave him he's, sage. It seemed he's appropriate. Got, he's got your belt. Why don't you go out and get your belt from him? Oh, okay. Why does he have? Why does he have my belt? I, I didn't have a match left, with him, did I? No, you did not. You probably left it out. To, just go out and get it from from him, okay? But and we shouldn't say, I talk we, about my matches? You, you. Well, we'll get to that later, okay? We'll have you back in a little while. All right. Uh, <clears throat> 
Say it again. See? What is going on around here? It's I, bad enough. The owner of the Maestro, but it started before he was back. It has started way back before Maestro. In fact, I'll be honest with you, I was almost wondering if some if maybe the Maestro had changed people, if you know what I'm saying. But unlike now we know that is definitely not the case. Uh, that Lord Amadeus is once again the maestro and could possibly be the maestro if he defeats Claymore tonight in the main event of Graveyard Smash. <sighs> but we will not know until then. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is Mr. R.E.W.F., the newest member of Anarchy. I can't believe I'm saying that, but he is. Let's bring on... Mr. R.E.W.F. Crossed every line, broken every boundary. Now it's retribution time, cause the chance that I went to, it ain't that holy. So strike me down, take me away, that's to do, it's time to pay, pays what I deserve. Here comes judgment day, I won't run the guilty mind. Gentlemen, hailing from part unknown, he is Judgment. Judgment, good evening. Let's get this right. It's the Judgment. Anarchy's bad boy. Anarchy's bad boy, Judgment, is here, ladies and gentlemen, live at Graveyard Smash. Judgment. You hey, sound just looking so good tonight. You sound so, you. Sound, you sound so like you've been sucking on lifesavers. What's up? And then Thank what's up, El Nacho Taco Grande Bell? Hola. Well, at least someone's like his normal self. Yeah. Judgment, you shocked us all last night on After Hours when you accepted you accepted a the bid from Anarchy to join them uh, via the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. You've been parts of many legend. You've been a part of many legendary groups over your career, uh, not just in REWF, but your entire unstoppable career. Talk to me about what Anarchy uh, brings to the table that makes made you a legend. Want to be a part of that group? What he brought to the table was he brought he brought and and he brought and. And Hall of Famer, an icon, uh, a legend in herself, uh, someone who runs it. And I watched how she ran it, and she runs it to the top notch. She doesn't play around. She doesn't joke around. She doesn't. She doesn't hee haw. She does. She comes in. She does her business like it's something that hasn't been done in a long time. And for me, <clears throat> that's all it took. And when I was approached and became was able to possibly be able to become a member, I was like jumped right on that ship. I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's, let's make this happen. 
Well, I mean, your some of your some of your new friends in anarchy include the. I'm going to have you talk about some of them here. Talk to me about Beast. What does Beast bring to the table, and how can you possibly help Beast out in his career? Beast, I don't. I, I, I'm still getting to know Beast. Um, Beast is Beast is who he is. He's a he's he's a machine. He does what he does, and he he knows how to. Um, he knows how to win titles and, and to carry himself, and I really don't think I can help him much because he knows what he does. What about Slashy? No, I'm sorry, not Slashy. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, well, Nightcrawler's Nightcrawler. Again, you're looking at a person who who knows what they're doing and who needs a little assistance, but I'm going to be there to to to, to, to fill in for them when, when, they, when, they, when they have the lack of uh, – of needing a, a voice, I'm going to be sure to pop in there and give them give them a voice. So I'll be sure to give Nightcrawler some some lessons on being vocal and being the voice of, uh, you know, teaching teaching some some good trash talking stuff. And how could you put? How do you think you can help <clears throat> the first lady herself, the Cougar, after all she's accomplished and all she has become here in Unstoppable and RAWF? I, Cougar just uh, Cougar doesn't need help. Cougar just needs. I'm, I'm giving my protection to Cougar, and I'm going to make sure that Cougar, uh, no one crosses her. I'm going to make sure that she has, you know, the the, the what she needs to to go into these matches. Make sure there's no outside interference for her matches. Make sure nobody messes with the Cougs like like, like they used to. Um, yeah, Cougs. Mm. Cougs is Cougs. Well, tonight you face the Paragon of Greatness, a foe you know very, very well, a foe you've beaten on pay-per-view before, uh, actually won the most recent notable match between you and Paragon. You were victorious and actually won his mask. Uh, talk to me about facing him tonight at Graveyard Smash. Yeah, it's going to be a return of um, meeting, meeting Paragon. Um, Paragon's one that you know, he says I'm hard to read. He's hard to read. Paragon knows what he does, and he does it well. And um, but Paragon, he slips up. Paragon can slip up in a minute, especially when Paragon's. What you got to do to Paragon is get him to expect the unexpected. I could be dropping a power D right now in my match, getting ready for him. But and then again, I could not have a power D. I could have two people sitting back waiting until love boost in the match. Or I could have nobody sitting back having a love boost. Think with Paragon, you get in his head, you got the match won. So Paragon, just to wonder, question yourself. Is Judge sitting down a power D right now while I'm talking? <laughs> or does he have someone in the wings that can come down the ringside and uh, maybe like Razor come down the ringside with a power D and throw it in there at any time? You won't know until you the bell rings. You won't know until the one, two, three, what the judge has slammed. So Paragon, be ready. Just expect the unexpected Paragon because you never – I mean, I can even have Killer Neptune come to the ring, to the ringside. Ooh, would never be a shot. <clears throat> that would indeed be an interesting situation, Judgment. With that being said – uh, congratulations. The Halloween party last night was very successful. 
as was your costume contest. Very well done. Yes. And uh, while I cannot speak for Lord Amadeus <clears throat> right now, the board of directors have asked me to ask you if you are going to once again do the Thanksgiving Day Parade float, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day float for RAWF uh, on Thanksgiving Day, the day before Black Friday. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to be doing the black. I'm going to be doing the uh, traditional RWF float, and once again, it will have the two stars of RWF on there. And uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have two stars on there, and uh, it'll be. It's just going to be fun. We're gonna we're gonna really rock it up this year. This year, this year, I'm gonna go a step above above what I did last last two years. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Judgment, thank you for joining us this evening, and good luck to you tonight against the Paragon of Greatness. Anytime. All right, El Vacant. It is going to be an epic graveyard smash, the ninth annual graveyard smash here in RAWF. Let's go back and talk some more about graveyard smash history, if we could. October 23rd in 2016, we were at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. The main event was Mordred Nightwalker and the Paragon of Greatness for the World Heavyweight Championship. Killing Neptune faced Shifty the Drunken Dragon Clown for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Aggie took on Michaela Doom for the National Championship. Paragon defended the Men's Championship against Brock Storm, among other great matches that night. Uh, and, of course, that was also... Oh. All right. Well, at any rate, it was an interesting evening that night in Detroit, Michigan. In 2017, we were at the United Center in Chicago. The main event was the Paragon of Greatness versus Alec Remington for the World Headweight Championship. The Immortal Griffith was Platinum Dragon Championship champion. He defended that against Uncle Frank. Paragon of Greatness was the men's champion. He took on Sweet Haven Slasher, now known as Slashy. And Davila defended the Estrogen Championship against Bubs that night. That was a great match, if I recall, an epic evening at in Chicago that night. In 2018, we were in the Oracle Arena in San Francisco. Knox Boogie defended the World Heavyweight Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, successfully defended it against the Paragon of Greatness. Killer Neptune uh, defended the Platinum Dragon Championship unsuccessfully against the Immortal Griffith that night. Another big match for the Immortal Griffith in his Graveyard Smash uh, career. Uh, Lady Vex won the national championship from Alley Buddy that night as well. It was a huge card in San Francisco. In 2019, of course, we were in... Uh, we were at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. And, of course, that night, Claymore defended the World Heavy Championship against the Immortal Griffith. The Immortal Griffith defended the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. Judgment defended the national title against Lady Vex. That was also the night that the Maestro... Well, it doesn't say here. All right. Well, at any rate, it was an epic night at Graveyard Smash. And then last year's Graveyard Smash was also huge from State Farm Arena in Atlanta as well. 
so two huge nights. You had Mithras defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Mabel Hare. Brunette Stringler took on Teflon Sheik for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Of course, the Maestro took on Blaze McCoy. Blaze winning that match. Paragon of Greatness defend the national title against the unsettled Chris Cage. It was an epic evening uh, last year as well. So it's hard to believe there have been nine Graveyard Smashes, though, vacant. Any particular thoughts and memories from Graveyard Smashes past that you uh, fondly recall? Hmm. I mean, there have been some pretty good ones. I mean, obviously, I haven't been around for all of them, but, uh, you know, I've been around for a bit. Uh, I, I really like last year's. I thought last year was uh, was a lot of fun, um, you know. But uh, uh, I, I mean, I still think watching a lightning bolt come from the ceiling and hit an electrified cage and, and then a person was was. I mean, I don't want to say great because, well, I mean, that, that's but it was it was awesome for certainly. All right. Well, L. Vacant, I would like to hear your bold prediction for this evening. Something off the cuff, something we wouldn't expect. What is a bold prediction you have for this year's Graveyard Smash? A bold prediction. Hmm. Really, it's a bold prediction that I haven't already said, huh? Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Or one that you have said and you just want to reemphasize. Hmm. Well, I, I believe uh, I, something I did without emphasizing that I did is I, I believe I, I called Denzel in all of his matches. So I think Denzel is going to come in and do a clean sweep of all of his matches. All right. Well, that is a bold prediction. Denzel certainly uh, looking to rebound from his performance at Cataclysm where he lost two championships. So <clears throat> it certainly could be that. Could be that easy. So, you know what? I think we lucked, we may have lucked out tonight, El Vacant. I'm just saying because, you know, usually if uh, the maestro's around, he usually shows up tonight. So I think maybe... What do you think? We should call this a night before he shows up. Uh, yeah, that's a great plan. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we say good night, folks? Good night, folks. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. This has been RAWF Graveyard Smash live from the Super. <laughs>
Good evening, Dan. Good evening, L Vacant. Oh, oh hi. It seems Mr. Levitan has passed out. <laughs> What's the matter, Elevacant? Oh, nothing, nothing at all. Good to see you. How you been? <laughs> the good man has called me out, and I have answered the call. I hope you won't miss Amadeus too much after I destroy Claymore. <laughs> I, mm, you look, I, you'll forgive me if I root for Claymore on this one. I, I like LA. I kind of like to see him around. Oh, you like the blonde one, do you? I do. He's fun to pick on. He is. What? You can't pick on me? Uh, yeah, last time I tried that, I got electrocuted. You can't pick on us all. You mean electrocuted like this? Silence. You cur. All you all need to know is that tonight your souls become mine and the madness we run rampant over R-A-W-F and beyond. <laughs> so, since the blonde one's not here, I will bid you all good night. This has been R.A.W.F. Graveyard Smash. Would you like to say goodbye, all vacant? <laughs> Good, I'm glad you don't. <laughs> <laughs>